Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tom Kelly, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Oh, man, my blood pressure is up a little bit after that phone call from Jim. Um... Okay, before we get back to all our other topics, I, I just want to address a couple things that Jim said there. Uh, first of all, I didn't really follow where he was going. I know he, he said, he asked me, you know, what, what wasn't I following? I, I didn't really understand exactly where he was going with that. First of all, he, he defended Chip Kelly saying he won 10 games. You know, how dare we, you know, bash Chip Kelly he 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 won 10 games his first year. Everybody loved him. You know, and I know a lot of people were on Chip Kelly's side. First of all, don't tell me that I love Chip Kelly because I didn't, okay? From the beginning, I have never been a Chip Kelly guy. I thought he's a fraud the whole time. And it proved I was right because his system never was unsustainable. That was the whole thing. He had success the first two years, but the point is his system was unsustainable. At this level. And that's why Jim's still trying to make the argument that Chip Kelly revolutionized the game. He said he brought this two-minute offense to the NFL. And like I said, how did that work for him? He had success his first year and a half. And then it all tumbled down to the ground. Because people caught on. It was not a it's not a sustainable way to play in the NFL. And that was my point. If he would have just listened and not screamed and tried yelling over me. I was trying to explain it. Chip Kelly's system was not sustainable at this level. And I really didn't want to get into this whole Chip Kelly thing this morning. I really didn't. But Playing that way, okay, he won 10 games his first year. And first of all, I wanted to just go through this real quick. Because if you remember, the Eagles schedule that year, the back half of that season, they were extremely fortunate. They played the Raiders, whose starting quarterback was Terrell Pryor. He's a wide receiver now. They, they played the Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers. Their quarterbacks were Seneca Wallace and Scott Tolzien. They played Washington, who was a mess. The best team they beat was Arizona. They beat Detroit in that crazy snow game. I mean, they beat the Cowboys the last week of the season without Tony Romo. I mean, they had they were extremely fortunate the back half of that year to get the schedule they did. 
and go 7-1 and one down the stretch. That wasn't because of Chip Kelly's offense. It was, You know, Nick Foles played well, God bless him. But what's Nick Foles now? He's a backup quarterback. And my point is Chip Kelly always, his arrogance was the, was his downfall. And it will always be his downfall. If he gets another job, it'll be his downfall again because he thinks it's him and he doesn't think it's the players. He thinks he can win with any quarterback. Thought he could win with Mark Sanchez. Thought he could win with Sam Bradford. No. Thought he could win with Riley Cooper instead of Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin. You know, it doesn't work that way. It's about players. It's not it's not about your your system and this whole comparison, I don't I I, I really didn't understand it. We're gonna laud Chip Kelly, but we're gonna bash Andy Reid. You know, Andy Reid is just the winningest coach in the in the history of the franchise. Brought the team to five NFC title games. You know, yeah, they they lost they lost a lot of big games. Was part of that Andy Reid? Yeah, part of it was. Was all of it Andy Reid? No, I don't think all of it was. There were different aspects to those games. You know, why they lost. The Arizona the Arizona game. Defense played played a bad game. People put that on Donovan the offense. They they came back. They went up in the fourth quarter. Defense didn't get a stop when it mattered. You know, there there were a lot of reasons why they lost those games. And Donovan didn't play his best, and Andy didn't coach his best. And yeah, that's that's part of it, but it's disrespectful to Andy Reid, in my opinion, to even put Chip Kelly in the same breath as him. 888-729-9494. 888-729-9494. Pound 9494 in your AT&T and Verizon cell. Um, in addition to this this Chip Kelly discussion, whether he'll be good on TV, uh, I'd love to hear your opinions on that. Your overrated and underrated people in sports, music, entertainment, whatever you want. Also, do you think Fletcher Cox should have been at OTAs? And what do you want the Sixers to do in the draft in this offseason? I'd probably stay put at three, draft Josh Jackson or De'Aaron Fox. I'd probably take Josh Jackson. And my top free agent um, target is actually a, a, a minor name. People would probably think a minor name, but a guy that I think would be a great fit here, Patty Mills from the Spurs, who... Uh, might be might be let go by San Antonio. He's a free agent, and rumors coming out now that San Antonio may make a a big push for Chris Paul this off season as a free agent. And I think Patty Mills would be a good fit as a kind of stopgap guy, a real good shooter. And this team needs shooting, so that's a one free agent target that I would like the Sixers to take a look at. Eight 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 seven two nine nine four nine four. Get back to the phones. Let's go to Q. Q. You're on nine ninety four WIP. That was four thirty in this morning. We got a guy defending Chip Kelly. I, I, it's Are crazy. You killing me? I mean, was that that was insane, I mean, wasn't it, man? I'm, I, that was insane. That was insane. He depleted our whole team. He, he I, five years. I didn't think Q. I didn't think any of of them were left. Any of the Chip Kelly defenders, like I, I, I he ripped apart the team. I don't like. I don't know what there is to defend. And we got the wrong Kelsey. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, and he's a company guy. He's like Keith Gass. He's 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 everything you said he was. He ripped apart and his the, brother. And his brother seemed like the total opposite. Right, and he ripped apart the team. And he he and he did. You know, he he these awful signings. That Byron Maxwell contract. 
was one of the worst contracts I've ever seen. I don't know how he, how, how, how he got rid of him, uh, you know, and, and moved up in the draft and eventually got Wentz. Uh, let, it let was unbelievable. about Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly must be a great interviewer. A great, I mean, he, I mean, in his second year, he was able to deplete, get our best players out. And somebody said to Jeffrey Lurie, so he'll get another job. That's what he do. He's good at getting the job. Now, getting the job done, that's a different story. Right. So it's clear he interviewed well and he talks really well. It's, it's clear. After we did here, yeah. he got another job. And that's so, yeah, that's you know. that, and that's what that's what they said. You know, if you remember coming out of that interview before he got the job, is that Jeffrey and Howie were just dazzled by him. And apparently, you know, when he gets in those interview settings, those private settings. He must be a real charmer. I mean, it doesn't come you, off. It doesn't come Jeff off. Each other in the sense. Yeah, it doesn't come <laughs> off know, to, like, from what we've seen. But apparently, in these private settings, he can really, uh, really um, manipulate people. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and let me tell you something. You watch one game of Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. If, if I would have told, if you would have known that Booker was going to be who he was, would you have drafted him a little higher? Devin Book. I mean, probably. Where did he go in the draft? Do you know exactly? Um, well, Devin Booker went yeah. eleven. He went eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely deserved to go higher than eleven. Dennis Smith Jr. After Markel Falk is the next star in this draft. I'm telling you, watch one game so I understand. What Dennis do you th- Smith Jr. is a star? What do you think of uh, Fox? Q? Fox is Brandon Knight. You think so? He's you don't. Not John Wall. He's Brandon Knight. Yeah, because to touch guard. Let's let's come on. Let's be real. Fox Monk and Fox don't touch the shoes of Dennis Mitchell. I'm telling you, watch. I don't know if you with the YouTube because guess what? You can watch the whole game. He's a he's a combo guard, and the only guard that's out there better better than him is Falk. And guess what? I wouldn't trade up for Falk. I would stay at three. I would drive Dennis Smith Jr. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm on record. Dennis Smith Jr. want to be a small star. Yeah. Whether we have one or not. And I'll tell you what, Q. And underrated. I'll tell you. Yeah, one second, Q. But I'll tell you what. A lot of, I've heard that a lot recently. A lot of people, you know, kind of on your, on your wavelength there that Dennis Smith is rising. Like people are starting to really you know, really regard him highly. And I'm not sure if, if if he'll rise all the way up to where they consider taking him at three and I, and they might, but you know, if you can trade down to five or six and get him there, that would be, that would be really uh, good value. Yeah, that will be. Yeah. Hey, and then you got to also understand when an overrated Stephen A. Smith, he's overrated. Yeah. He's overrated. Yep. Uh, I mean, underrated Dennis Hopper. Who's that? Dennis Hopper, the actor. Oh, Dennis Hopper. Okay, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks. Take it easy. Yeah, you too. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith is an interesting one for overrated. Um, I will say this about Stephen A. That Stephen A. is very good at what he does. He's he's entertaining. Like he might be annoying, and he, he is annoying. Well, one of the funny things about Stephen A. Smith is he really regards himself very highly as a basketball expert. Did you know that he has predicted the last six NBA Finals incorrectly? He's picked the wrong winner of the last six NBA Finals. And that that's pretty hard to do. How do you pick the wrong 
team every year. Especially uh, with LeBron. Right. That's so bad. Some of these series appeared to be pretty clear cut. Like uh, last year, okay, I understand, you know, you picked Golden State last year. So did pretty much everybody else. But, you know, you picked Cleveland the year before that, and then he, I guess he, he mixed up the Heat and Spurs series. He must have picked the wrong team both those years, and I guess he picked OKC, and, and you know, that, that's just crazy that you can be a, a basketball expert and pick the wrong, the wrong team in the final six years in a row. Let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Adrian. Adrian, you're on uh, 94 WIP. Uh, that last caller was that last caller was a moron. I mean, Chip Kelly, his, his system might have worked if he'd kept all the weapons that he had. He just gave away all y'all weapons. Yeah, and I'll uh, tell you this, Adrian. I don't think I don't like. I don't think his system would have worked sustainably. I think it, it would have been better, obviously, but I don't. I still don't think it was sustainable long term. It was something that after three or four years would. Would fizzle out, but it was even quicker because he got rid of uh, all all the talent. Yeah, but, but you know, you, I mean, you had you had Jackson that who stretched the field. You right. had Shady who was just running all through the tackles. Uh, you had Macklin that was just coming back. Probably was going to be a little bit better after one year coming from off his injury. Right. So I mean, if he just kept y'all team together, he probably would have been better. But he he doesn't have a clue. You got to understand. NFL means not for long. So eventually, they're going to catch up to your schemes, and you going to have to try to do something different. He just never that he had to do something different. That's why he's not in the NFL anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, he, refu- he refused to change, and he because he thinks it's his system. He doesn't think it's about the players, and you know that's that's the way he is. And he'll, he'll if he go if he tries to go back to the NFL, and somebody's dumb enough to give him a job, he'll fail again. There's no doubt. And, t- and that ten one, that ten one, just like you say, was it's fraudulent. A bunch of uh, yeah, very fraudulent. So come on, kill me ten one. Anyway, see that's that's what you get when you get an Eagles fan. They they they, they never want. They just ah oh, man. They, they and now now Adrian, fans. this is where hey. what, now this is where you got you take it you take it too far, man. I mean uh, you know. I, I, I we're having a civil conversation, and then you lump all Eagles fans in together. You no, know, well, I ain't gonna lump them all. I just say Jim, 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 you's a moron. I'm gonna just put it, put it all. Well, on Adrian, you. I have a question. I have a question for you now. Um, before we move yeah. on to the Sixers here, what's what's going on with your boy ODB, man? What well, what is what is this you guy gotta, doing? You gotta understand, he's trying to get it right. So he, he's trying to get it right. He want, he's more interested in being a celebrity than a football player. Well, you you gotta understand when when you become an all star, when you become a superstar football player, you are a celebrity. I mean, you are an entertainer. So he's just trying to get it right, man. I mean, he loves to play. Trust me, his his play on the field does not diminish what he does on off the field because he do come to play every game. So I mean, he, he a kid, so he's still learning. And trust me, he he's with Chris Carter. Chris Carter made a lot of the same dumb mistakes when he was young. Mm-hmm. And look what happened to Chris Carter, Hall of Famer. So. I mean, that's what you do. You try to get with somebody that already been through something that you done been through and got it right and you turn out to be a Hall of Famer. So we'll you see. tell me what was wrong with that. We'll see. With all, It could be interesting if, you know, the targets are a little low. Him and Brandon Marshall start complaining. I don't know, Adrian. Nah, I'd be a little scared. Nah, Eli's not playing well. What's mean Eli's not playing right? Did you see what Eli did last year? You better cross the one thing he's playing well. How many picks, did, how many picks well. did Eli throw last year, man? Eli's on he, the decline. Threw, Come on. He threw the less amount of picks than he ever threw in his career. Come on. He never missed a snap. What, what makes you think he's on a decline? He's he, a, he is declining. 
He hasn't missed a snap since he's been in the NFL. Come on. Right. Two times Super Wouldn't you like to have Eli because you have two Super Bowl rings? I know. But, I don't want you know. Eli. <laughs> Eli's over, speaking of overrated, Eli's overrated. I would say, how can you say overrated? He got two Super Bowl rings and two of them Super Bowl the luckiest rings. Quarter, the he's the luckiest quarterback the in the history of football. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. Against the best teams that was ever assembled. That was 18 and 0. Um, was 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 New Orleans? Uh, uh, was the Patriots eighteen and zero when he beat? They them? were, yeah, yeah, they were, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, who beat them, Eli? Okay, yeah. was he the MVP of that Super Bowl? Okay, come on, man, don't try to bring me no Eli stuff. Oh, you ain't had a quarterback here. The defense has won those even, Super Bowls. You know that. Say whatever you want to say. He threw the touchdowns. All you right. get, you got to score. All right, AJ. All right, like Jim. All right, what do you got on the six? What do you got on the six? What do you got on the Sixers, Adrian? Let's go. Come on. All right. So man, the Sixers. You need Derek Smith. You got to get him. I mean, it's, 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 that's what you got to get. I mean, that's what, that's what we need. You got to understand. Just look at the final four teams in the NBA. All look at all the point guards. All of them was on the first or second team All NBA teams. So you got to get a you got to get a quality point guard. You already got Ben Simmons. He can be a point forward. He's not going to be just a point guard. That's just out of the question. Yeah. But you need a you need a point guard, man. And and I think which come he it's a perfect. If we can't get ball, I really want ball. But if we can't get ball, you got to get there. So you would, you, you would be the kind of guy who would want ball. You would want Lonzo ball. Hey, just think about it. Yeah. UCLA won seven games the year before he came. That's yeah, I, in the tournament last I, year. I don't you know. know that? I'm not a Lonzo you know ball guy. I'm not a Lonzo. Wait, wait, Because you don't like the dad. See, see, see. You yeah. keep no, the dad I, ain't going to play. Listen, the dad ain't going to play one second. I'll tell you He's what. He's not going to play one second on the court. Now, Adrian, Adrian, it's not just – it. that's part of it, but it's not just about that. I think – Guys, I think De'Aaron Fox, I think Smith, Jackson, I think these guys have higher upsides than, than Lonzo Ball. I really do. Well, That's yo, part you, of it. You forgot the first Kentucky-UCLA game? People keep forgetting the first UCLA-Kentucky game. Well, how about, when, killed them well, how about, how about when Fox toasted him in the tournament? Well, you got to understand, in the tournament, they game plan against Ball, and they sent two and two yeah. people at it. So Paul just, just gave the ball to the people, to other people on the team. He's not like a uh, he's a two-point guard. So What do you I think mean, when they're on. scheming against him in the NBA? Well, you got to understand, you can't scheme against him because you got Embiid, you moron. You got Ben Simmons. He got players. You got to understand, when you put good players around this kid, he's going to make everybody better. That, just think about that UCLA team. You take him off that team, they don't even make the tournament. So they weren't, scheme- so they weren't scheming against it. So they weren't scheming against the Aaron Fox? Is that what you're telling me? Because they were scheming no. against him, and he toasted him. You got to understand, you had, they got, what? What they had five or six All Americans on their team. I don't know, man. I'm hearing five a lot of excuses All-Americans? for your boy, boy Lonzo. Five, five or six. No, I'm making those. Hearing a lot of excuses for Lonzo. Listen, you got to put it with it. it was they, they they won twenty. They they turned around. They won twenty. I think they won like twenty more games than they did last year, and they was in a tournament. Come on. He don't make everybody better with the same team he had the year previous. Come on, man. You got to you got to look and see what it really. What yeah, it really I just is, I don't. See, I appreciate the call, Adrian. I don't see the up. I don't think Lonzo Ball has the same upside some of these other guys in the draft. He just doesn't. I mean, look at it. He doesn't have the same upside as a De'Aaron Fox. Doesn't have the same upside as Smith Jackson. Whoever. I mean, maybe more than Monk, but I, I think I don't know why people are so high on Lonzo Ball. Seriously, regardless of Lavar, Le- who I think is a clown. But other than that, you know, I don't think Lonzo Ball has the upside that some of these other guys do. I really don't. 888-729-9494, pound 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon cell.
two segments left here as we go take it up till 6 a.m. And uh, when we get back, I, I'd like to give you a TV review. And we'll give you we'll we'll give you one when we get back. I have a co- I'm still deciding between a couple um TV shows that I'll review. And we'll do that on the other side of the break. Also, me and Caesar might have to have a little discussion about a, a trailer that came out this past week. So we'll do that um after the break. Welcome to chime in on the Sixers. What would you do in the draft? Um if you want to get in on Chip Kelly, that that's fine. What, what you think he'll be like on TV, I think he'll be awful. Fletcher Cox, if you want to discuss that and whether he should have been at OTAs, uh, welcome to chime in on that as well. 888-729-9494. I'm Tom Kelly. You can follow me or tweet me at TommyKelly44. WIP Sports Time is 531. Sports Radio 94 WIP. I'm Tom Kelly with you for another 20-plus minutes. Um, and I always like to give a TV review when I'm in, I'm a big, uh, TV fan. I try to watch everything out there. Now I I have a different kind of angle on it, uh, this morning. Um, cause this is an older show that I'm going to give you a little critique of, and it's, it's a show that's immensely popular that I never really got. And I happened to put it on a couple weeks ago. I was down at Borgata. Every, I stay there every Thursday night because I, I engineer the broadcast for Angelo and the morning team on Friday mornings from down at Borgata. And they put me up in a room, and it, it's nice. It's it's not a bad setup, except you got to get up at 3.30 in the morning. But other than that, it's cool. But there was nothing to watch a couple weeks ago, and I... I was flipping through the channels and I put on uh, Comedy Central and it was South Park. And I never liked that show. I don't I, like I never really got it. I never thought it was that good. And I watched it. I, I thought, uh, you know, I'll give the show a chance. I'll watch a couple episodes. I guess they had like a marathon going on. And I, I watched a couple episodes and I just I don't know if it was any of the episodes I was watching, but I just didn't. I just didn't enjoy it. I just don't I just don't really enjoy that show. I never did. I never got it. Even though, you know, a lot of my friends were like a lot of people really like that show, but I just never never really got it. Yeah, I've always liked South Park. I ne- never like I never seen every episode or you know, probably seen like a handful of episodes from each each season, but it's a good show. It's funny, it's topical. Right. You know, it can get pretty uh, you know, offensive, I guess. Right. But it, they make fun of everybody. So it's it, it's good. It, it's a good thing in the long run. Right. Their their past season wasn't very good. Maybe it was like some of those episodes. I don't Maybe. Know. But their, their season before that past season was great. It was phenomenal. Yeah, and it's just something I never really enjoyed that show very much. And I, I uh, so I watched a couple episodes, and I still didn't didn't really like it. Um, but uh, as far as another show that's coming back uh, this Tuesday on Netflix is House of Cards, which. It's a pretty good one. The first couple seasons were um were were better, I'd say, than the third and fourth. But it basically if you don't know what House of Cards is, it follows uh, Kevin Spacey. He's the works his way up from um I think majority leader of the House to president of the United States. And it's it's a it's a it's a pretty good show. Um but that comes back on Tuesday. Yeah, it opens up, you know, it shows you how like um 
uh, Washington is run, and like it's you know it's about favors and, and power, and you know what can I what can you do for me? What can I do for you? You know, it's got like right a lot of good insight into that stuff. And the now, funny thing is, it can be. funny thing is when it, it when it started like three four years ago, it looked incredibly unrealistic, and now. With some of the stuff that's happened over the past right, couple of years, yeah. maybe it's not that unrealistic. No, yeah, they were on to something. Yeah, they were ahead of their time there. And then, um, but really quick before we hit the break here, um, I just want to bring up the maybe the most exciting thing that came out of this past week was the new C on, on uh, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, the season Wednesday. seven trailer for Game of Thrones was released. And I, I, I figured it was eight weeks away last week. Today, marks the seven week uh period i think seven weeks exactly seven weeks exactly okay. from today is the opener of season seven of game of thrones it is the best show on television today in my opinion it's the best show of all time if anybody wants to call up in the last segment just to talk about game of thrones you're more than welcome to um but it is such an amazing show season seven trailer came out this week it's only two minutes long but it was it got me pretty they excited. They tease you so awesome. badly. You know that? It's 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 crazy. Two minutes of footage, you know, and uh it's probably all stuff from like the first couple episodes. Yeah. But man, they, they know they know what they're doing. They hook you in. Yeah. Uh, it's so it's such a great show. It's 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 unbelievable. Everything about it, everything, the fighting, the dialogue, the yeah. the, the acting's pretty decent, but uh the cinematography, it's just so good. It's it's amazing. And I've told I've told people it doesn't matter if you're into that stuff normally or not. It really doesn't because I'm not normally into the fantasy, yeah, the high fantasy. Yeah, stuff. I'm not like I'm not into all that stuff. But I love this show so much. I went and I read all the books. I I, I rewatch it every year. It's and I never get tired of watching it. It's so good. Like you, it's hard to explain, but. It's it's the most remarkable show I've ever seen in my life, and the last season of it was the best season of any television show I've ever seen. Yeah, I was um before last season, before like the last two episodes of last season, I was like, well, I still got to see how it ends. I, I don't. I, it's definitely in the top five, but you know, is it the best show ever? It, man, I, it's hard to argue that it's not one or two uh, after the last two episodes yeah. of. Of last season. The last two episodes were the two best episodes of any show I've ever seen. And I, I say to this point, in all my TV watching life, the two best seasons of any show I've ever seen, season six of Game of Thrones and season one of True Detective. Season one of True Detective, in my mind, I thought was fantastic. Season two was atrociously bad. Yeah, how about that was probably the worst. Yeah. That situation, such a great First season now, to the second season. Wow, that was a show that it it, it was it, it was kind of an anthology series where it was like not the same actors, not the same storyline, so it was completely different. But uh, some news on that I saw a few weeks ago. Interview with Matthew McConaughey. He has not ruled out reprising his role Rust. as Rust Cole for another uh, season of True Detective. So if you haven't seen that show, it's worth watching season one. Not worth watching season two whatsoever. No, I don't know how they like that got to air. Honestly, it was awful. It it, it was awful. It was like, absolutely like it, it's got to be HBO's biggest blunder. Well, they ever. they got together a bunch of big time actors. They it was Vince Vaughn, Rachel McAdams, Colin Farrell, and it wasn't it was just well. awful. It wasn't even no acted no well. Vince Vaughn was terrible. No, they were yeah, it was bad. I mean, Vince Vaughn was atrociously bad. Um, it was yeah, it was terrible. But um, 
If you haven't seen season one of True Detective, I would recommend going back and watching that. And please go back and watch Game of Thrones. It is the best show on television. 888-729-9494, PAL 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon cell. One segment left if you want to get in. Uh, call up, talk anything last segment. We'll um, We'll open it up to anything as we got 15 minutes left. And one thing that we will do in the final segment that had so much going on, active night, haven't gotten the chance to get to it yet, but when we return, I will give you my breakdown on something coming this week that I am so excited for. I can't wait for the NBA Finals to get started on Thursday. First time in the history of the league that there's a trilogy. First time in the history of the NBA, the same two teams will meet in the Finals three straight years. The playoffs haven't been very good. There's no doubt about that. But this has the potential to be one of the greatest series ever. I will give you my breakdown and I'll give you my prediction when we return. 888-729-9494, pound 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon cell. I'm Tom Kelly. You can find me on Twitter at TommyKelly44, WIP Sports Time 544. Tom Kelly, Sports Radio 94, WIP, Phillies Reds today, 135 on WIP. Glenn Macnow will have leading off at 12.30 from the ballpark. Uh, Phillies looking to win the series today. Um, who's, I don't know who's pitching today. Uh, Hellickson, maybe? I think it's Hellickson. But I'm not sure. Phil's kind of getting it on the right track after a horrible stretch of losing uh, 20 out of 25 it's been brutal. I mean, they are just they are just a brutal team to watch play. It's Zach Eflin. Zach Eflin today. Zach Eflin getting the start for the Phils. But um, real quick before we get out of here, I want to give you my thoughts on the finals this week because I, I can't wait. I've never in my life been more excited for an NBA final series. Never been more excited for a series that didn't involve a Philadelphia team in my life than I am for for the one this week. Because just when you look at the historical, you know, perspective of this thing, you know, it 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 has it has a lot on the line here. You know, if when you look at greatness and you look at the great players in the history of the NBA what LeBron James has a chance to do this week is unprecedented. You know, and I know this week, you know, you've heard it a lot, the debate, LeBron versus Michael and who's better. You know, it's it's very subjective. You know, it depends on how you on how you how you judge that sort of thing. A lot of it is everybody's got different criteria, but I'll tell you what, you know, Michael's got six titles. I was pretty much old enough to remember his second three-peat. I don't really remember the first, but I remember him beating Gary Payton and Sean Kemp in that Sonic team. I remember the back-to-back uh, series wins over the Jazz. and the, the I, I remember watching the flu game when I was a kid. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. And LeBron would have four titles if he wins this one, but if LeBron is able to pull this off, and the Cavaliers are able to pull this upset. 
it, it, I don't know how you would not consider LeBron James as the best player of all time because as good as Michael Jordan was, as great as Michael Jordan was, he never dealt with anything like this. Like, maybe the league as a whole was better. Like, maybe there were more competitive teams as a whole throughout the league when Michael was in it. Maybe he had to work a little harder to get to the finals. But the teams he beat, whether it was to get to the finals or in the finals, nothing came anywhere close to this Golden State team. I mean, this Golden State Warrior team is the best team I've ever seen in my life. They they won 73 games last year, and they added the second-best player in the league. The only player in the world that is the, the only player in the world that is not, or uh, I'm trying to phrase this correctly, the next best player is LeBron James. Well, let's just put it that way. But they didn't win as many games this year, but that's Golden State realizing that the regular season really doesn't mean anything in the end. They won 73 games last year, but in the end, they'll be remembered for blowing a 3-1 lead. That's how that team will be remembered. They won't be remembered for setting the regular season wins record. And if the Cavaliers can pull this off, I think I think Le- LeBron's the best ever because it's going there's no way they win the series without LeBron being unbelievably great. LeBron, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, they all need to be they all need to play out of their minds for Cleveland to win this series. And I I'll say this, I don't think it's likely but the way Cleveland has played over the last couple of weeks, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. Um, when I look at the series and I look at the matchup, there, there's a lot of interesting matchups when you look at this series. And in a lot of ways, yeah, it's going to come down to LeBron, and he's going to have to be great. He's going to have to be great every game. And Kyrie's going to have to be great every game, and same with Kevin Love. But I'll tell you what. I think that real X factors in this series, when you look at it, is that Cleveland bench. If the if the Cavaliers really want any chance to win this series, it's going to be their role players. It's going to be their bench guys. They're going to need two or three games when Kyle Korver is hitting from three and can't miss. They're going to need two games where J.R. Smith goes off. You know, they're going to need Tristan Tristan Thompson getting them extra possessions on the offensive glass, which is something he does very well. You know, um, they're going to need Darren Williams to give him a couple good games. I think that is where, because regardless of how great LeBron is, he can't win this series by himself. Golden State is too good for LeBron and Kyrie and Love to win this series by themselves. Cleveland is going to need all those other guys, the Corvers and the Shumperts and the Durham Williams, Tristan Thompson, they J.R. Smith, they're going to need all those guys to really step up or they don't stand a chance. And that's the bottom line because Golden State has four guys that can all put up 25 every night. I mean, Draymond, even Draymond Green, who is such an impact player defensively and, and offensively, he... he he can do it on on both sides of the floor. And one area where I think Golden State really has an advantage that P- 
people don't talk enough about. People talk about Golden State offensively. But one area where I think Golden State has such a clear-cut advantage in this series is when it comes to guarding LeBron. Because you look at guarding LeBron, they are in a situation where they can always have somebody fresh who's capable of guarding LeBron. Because they, you look at Golden State, they have three guys that are capable of guarding LeBron James. Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, and Kevin Durant. And they can always have a guy fresh on him. Whereas LeBron, LeBron's going to have to guard Kevin Durant most of the time. The only other guy I think you can really use on him is Shumpert, maybe J.R. Smith at times. But it, it it's going to be a tough situation because LeBron's going to be expending a lot of energy on defense guarding Durant. And they're, that's why they're going to have to get LeBron on, on Iguodala at times just to give him rests so he can focus on the offensive end because they're going to need LeBron to score and defend. And in the end, I do think my, my prediction is I'm taking the Warriors in five. I think they're ju- I just think in the end they're too good. They're too talented. But I think this series is really going to be won or lost in those first two games. If Golden State wins the first two, I think it's pretty much done. Because Cleveland, they need to win both at home in that situation. They're not coming back from 3-1 again. Bottom line, that's not happening again. They can't come back from 3-1 against this team. This team's better. Um, and I think Golden St- or Cleveland dressed, uh, really needs to get one of those first two. That's why I think getting the full week off is huge for them. Game one of this series is going to be huge. If Cleveland can steal game one, they really have a chance. But it's going to be a great series. I'm really interested. Caesar, what's, what's your prediction on the, on this series? Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Um, it, it's either going to be a Golden State route, uh, like five games. Right. Or it's going to be Cleveland, like uh, like, like seven games right. or something. And I, I, would, I would tend to agree with you, but it's, yeah. it's just too much. Like LeBron, like you said, like he's got to play de- – He's right. going to be the main guy on defense, the main guy on offense. Like if if that bench doesn't come and and have the bench, a great game, it's it's the bench is like so pivotal. Yeah, for LeBron, no uh, doubt. Yep. And we we were talking about it before, and that's kind of the way I look at it. Is the longer this series goes, the more it plays the Cleveland's advantage because it could start getting in Golden State's head. You know, those thoughts of last year could come back, and if this goes six or seven. I I like Cleveland's chances, but uh, Golden State they need to end this thing early. We're out of time. Um, thank you to Caesar Gramenzi for producing the program. Fun show. Um, a lot of good conversation and a lot of uh, fun callers and a good Chip Kelly discussion. I'm Tom Kelly. Get, uh, get at me on Twitter at TommyKelly44. WIP Sports Time 558. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.